honest man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Hold up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Caldwell's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, RJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. Thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing so. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 1069thefan.com, and on our mobile app as well, which you can find totally free in the App Store. AJ Knight, I'm AJ Salveson. You all right, AJ? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> AJ Knight joining me in the house. That's right. You asked, you wish, you get your command. Well, you got, you got 50-50. You got AJ, but you still got me. So I guess in, in, in some respect, you really didn't get <laughs> look, what you want. Look, I want to work with you. You know how, like, in, in, in baseball, right, they always oh, have Oh, wait, that's why. Go. Were you not on? No, you weren't on. I, had, I, I hadn't changed your mic yet. That's fine. I didn't say anything important yet. I was just say, <laughs> I want to work with you. You know how, like, in baseball, they have pitchers that get, like, their special catcher oh, caddy, yeah. right? Like, oh, John yeah. Lester with the Cubs. They brought in David Ross specifically for him. That's how I view this, right? I don't know which one's which. Like Kevin Costner on For the Love of the Game. Yeah, sure. I yeah. want Gus. Give me Gus or else I don't pitch. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Full court press. Agent Adam Ajay Salveson. Uh, Gil Morgan's text lines open. 435-339-0321. We are live from the comfy confines of the Cash Five Media Group Studios here on 810 West 2 North. Uh, 435-339-0321. Hold on. Why does Ajay sound like he's in an echo chamber bathroom? Out of the porta potty, Ajay. Do I sound like I'm at? See, that's what I was making a face at earlier because I felt like I couldn't hear you. Can you hear me now? No? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude, okay, someone messed with this board cuz it is jacked up right Wait, now. Wait, are you saying are you saying we need to prank in revenge? Is that what I'm hearing? I'm I'm close to doing so cuz this is just making sure. Hey, I just give uh, me the wink. Okay, so yesterday Eric mm-hmm. and I talked trades for Utah Jazz cuz we're already I mean the UG's already been down. written for Got us, it, right? right? We okay. are moving on. NBA trade machine loading it up now. I missed a a, a, t- a message tweet from Davis Nixon who follow who listens to our show on uh, on 106.9 the fan. Thank you Davis Nixon for listening and he has this trade thought that he saw and he wanted to know I'm our thoughts on it. Uh, he says, all right, Jazz would get Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, and Moses Moody. The Warriors would get Ooh. Mr. Bee-stinging Rudy Gobert. <sighs> Here's my thought, Davis. And, by the way, thanks for listening to our show. Greatly appreciate you. Here's my thought, Davis. Wiggins is inconsistent. Wiseman I like. Moses Moody I'm not sure of yet. I can't figure out Moody. But by the way, that gives you two forwards and one center. Now, Wiggins can play the five. I don't know how productive it would make him. 
Moody can't play a five. No, Moody's a guard. I mean, uh, you're you're Wiggins getting doesn't a, give me consistency though. Yeah, but you you have to do it for the money. I mean, that's how you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Man, that is interesting. See, because like, so here's the deal: Wiggins gets so much crap in Golden State because you know he was the number one overall pick, and everybody's like, oh, he didn't live up to the hype or whatever, which is true. But the thing is, in Golden State, he needs to be a better version of Andre Iguodala. And as much as people give him give him crap. I think with, you know, Poole now and um, uh, Poole and Curry and Thompson, and now you've got Kaminga and you've got, uh, you know, just Draymond Green, he doesn't need to be that. He just needs to be a better version of Andre Iguodala. Play great defense on the perimeter, hit some open shots when they happen to come to you. That being said, I mean, if really, I think that the center of this trade is Wiseman and Moody, who are lottery picks. Wiggins' contract is got two years left compared to Gobert's, which is five, so you can get the salary cap space. And, you know, gives you an expiring contract, I believe, next year, which is always appeasing to teams to clear out that cap space, so it becomes another asset. I don't hate that trade. I don't know if Golden State makes that trade, though, is what I'm trying to sort yeah, out. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure if if Golden State's all about it. I think Rudy Gobert it brings a different dynamic for an offense that doesn't ever fit that dynamic ever. Now, defensively, it's a great idea, right? Defensively, you're just you're all in. Five nine four four text in. Hey, Aj Davis Nixon here again. All right, hi Davis. I also saw Kuminga, uh, Kuminga possibly being in the trade rather than Moody, but we need to throw a pick in. Okay, if it's Kuminga, I throw a second round. I don't think that gets it done, but you all don't right. think it does? No, no, you're not. I'm not giving up a first and Rudy Gobert for I, Kuminga. I personally like Kuminga. I think he's going to be a star. A first round pick though, and Rudy Gobert. For- I mean, it doesn't make sense for the Jazz to do that because if you're tearing it down, you're tearing it down. I would, I would like Kuminga. Don't me wrong. I don't, I don't know that Golden State does this from the same point you made. Like, Gobert obviously brings in a ton of defense. Well, you don't know, remember they had Andrew Bynum, right? He was a key to their first championship set because he was so good defensively. So I think they could make it work. I think they would do so, and I think they would have the roster versatility that they would start him, and then he would probably not close out games, right? They'd probably go with the death lineup. It would just have to find someone to replace Wiggins in that death lineup, which if you do the Moody uh, Wiseman version of it would probably be – Kaminga. Kaminga would probably take that rollover. So I, th- I could see there's a little bit of redundancy, I think, a little bit on Golden State's roster. So I think they could. Uh, 157 throw. Jazz need to find a point guard. I don't like Donovan as point. Too much hero ball when he plays point. I agree. I, I think Donovan That's Mitchell fair. is a shooting guard. I agree with that. Allowing, because what made, and I'm not comparing him to Kobe Jordan, so please just don't yell at me. What makes those guys great, though, is that they're able to move without the ball and then create with the ball. Coming, like, Kobe would go from the right wing, rover to the left wing, or at least to the left of the elbow, catch a pass, and then create from there, right? Jordan was able to do that. LeBron's able to do that. Donovan Mitchell, Dwayne Wade's able to do that. Was able to do that, I should say. Donovan Mitchell needs to find a way to be able to create without having the ball. Steph Curry is the best at it. Yes, he is. Best I've ever seen. Yes, he is. At moving and creating without having the ball, Donovan Mitchell needs to be able to do that, and I agree with one five seven zero. We, I mean, you got to find a point guard who's going to help you get there, and and a non expensive point guard. Mike Conley's a point guard, I get it, but it's thirty eight million for a point guard this year. That, by the way, has just been atrocious in the playoffs. 
Yeah, he's not very good. I, I, you're not wrong. You need to be able to have Donovan create and probably have someone else that sets up teammates. Donovan needs to be better facilitating. I don't think he should be a full-time point. But to close out games, you want the bet. You want the ball in the best player's hands. Mm-hmm. He just needs to do a better job of not, you know, going one on three. Somebody needs to get Phil Jackson to talk to, you know, a la Kobe or Jordan and be like, hey, by the way, who's open? Paxson, get him the ball. All right, uh, we're going to get to more jazz basketball here in about, uh, say, 20 minutes. Dan Clay of Salt Lake City Hoops is going to join us at 4.30. Tony Parks at 5.05, Boys of the Salt Lake City Stars. Scale of 1 to 10, how optimistic are Dan Clayton and Tony Parks that the jazz can get out of this series? Are we just combining averages? No, just for the both of them, two numbers, 1 to 10 for both. Dan, I'm going to say is a 7. I was going to say, Dan seems like a pretty optimistic guy to me. Tony's going to be like a 6. Wow, so both up there. All right. Yeah, uh, and then Kayla Art will join. Actually, I, I had to take uh, She's minimum four. She's yeah. she's done on the she, Yeah, she's, kidding, she's, I'm yeah she is I'm not. Kidding. I don't know if she's believing the Jazz here, but Kayla Art had a chance to uh, sit with the head coach of the Utah State women's basketball team, and uh, we'll get to hear she's from been her. Busy this offseason. Yeah, no kidding. A couple of recruits coming in, uh, all Americans from JC. Not too bad. Uh, we will hear from Coach Art after we hear from Tony Park, so you won't hear a lot from AJ and I. In that second hour, but that's okay. You're going to hear, yeah, you'll hear from uh, (laughs) others that it's much, much better than us. Uh, Again, our text line's open for you guys at 435-339-0321 to text in. All right, uh, let's go ahead and recap yesterday's playoffs games, and then we'll get you ready for tonight's playoff games, which, of course, include uh, the Utah Jazz and having their season ended. I can't wait. I, I'm so okay. I'm livid, dude. I'm so ticked. We'll get in that a little bit. No, you said no more jazz, AJ. Come on, bottle <laughs> it up. Wait for later. Milwaukee wins the series four games to one in a gentleman sweep over the Chicago Shocker. Bulls. Final score one sixteen one hundred. Yeah, it's classic my fandom, right? So we did the picks on our podcast from the Bleachers podcast, and I said Bulls out in a clean sweep, right? Because there, there was reports that teams were jostling to match up with the Bulls in the first round because they sank like a rock at the end of the year into the standings. So they they play okay in game one, and they shoot an abysmal percentage from three. They win game two, and Chris Middleton goes out. And all of a sudden, if you're a Bulls fan, you're like, okay, okay, maybe this will be a series. And then they get obliterated by like 80 points in the next three games. And it's like, thanks, Bulls. Thank you. You gave me just a smidgen of hope and then stood no chance whatsoever. Uh, in that game, oh, I just erased it. Dot gun, I did it. Uh, I maybe really, we can replay it. I just did it. No. There we go. Uh, in that Milwaukee game, again, four games to one is your, uh, is your series final. Gentlemen's sweep for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 33 points, 9 boards, 3 assists. Monster. And uh, Vucevic had 19 points, 16 boards, and 6 assists for a team that had, did not have Zach Levine They were uh, down the final couple games. Three of their top, I mean, arguably five guards, I think, because Ball didn't play. Caruso got hurt again. It, they didn't expect to. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of good with the Bulls getting out of the way because who doesn't want to see Boston and Milwaukee? Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to actually ask you about that in just a little bit. Warriors also take care of the Nuggets, again in a gentleman's sweep, 102-98. The Nuggets had a lead here in this game uh, by about five, and then the Warriors just kind of went on a uh, just a scintillating run. It was incredible. Curry finishes with 30 points, five boards, five assists. Nikola Jokic, who is, uh, look like your potential MVP for the regular season of 2022 or 21-22 season. 19 points, 16 boards, and six assists. That team did not have Jamal Murray, MP Jr. Let me ask you: Does it make it? I was going to ask you: Does it make a difference? No, I mean, I think I think 
I might have said six for this. I know I said at least five. I was like, I think Jokic is good enough to get you one. And it was actually Bones Highland, I think, that got him the one technically. What, what do you want him to do? Aaron Gordon's a bust. They've got really good role players. But it's Jokic and a bunch of role players against the Golden State team that's found a third star in uh, Jordan Poole. Oh, he's been awesome. Green's gotten back to normal. I mean, what do you want him to do? I mean, in all honesty, whoever comes out of the other side of Golden State's bracket for the second round, do you even give them a chance? Because nah, they point. both look young and inexperienced because they just make dumb decisions. Memphis and Minnesota is who I'm talking about. By the way, that's also a good series so far, too, and it might even get better here uh, after tonight. Games tonight, Philadelphia-Toronto at 5 o'clock on NBA Let's TV. Let's go, Raptors. Chaos Can they in push- Philly. Okay, hey. Chaos I in know, Philly. I know how big of a fan you are of Doc Rivers. Oh, here we go. I just had this conversation with my dad the other day. You are you love yourself some uh some Doc Rivers. So, I want you to hear this audio. Oh, here we go. Of Doc Rivers. Oh, here we go. This is <laughs> This is Doc being asked about bringing up his 3-1 series collapse. You ready for this AJ? I'm, I'm ready. Here we go. 1 minute and 3 seconds of just pure darkness. Well, it's easy to use me as an example, uh, but I wish y'all would tell the whole story with me, all right? Um, my Orlando team is the HC. No one gives me credit for getting up against the Pistons who won the title. That was an HC. Go look at the. I want you to go back and look at that roster. I, I dare you to go back and look at that roster, and you would say, what a hell of a coaching job. Really. I mean, um, the Clipper team that we lost 3-1. Chris Paul didn't play in the first two games and was playing on one leg um, and we didn't have home court and then the last one to me is the one we blew that's the one I said we blew that and that was in the bubble and anything could happen in the bubble there's no home court game seven would have been in LA you know um, but it just happened so I would say with me some of them is we got I got to do better always I always take my own responsibility uh, and then some of it is circumstances happen you know, this one, let's win it, and we don't have to talk about it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Doc Rivers legitimately gave you – how long was that clip? Uh, one minute, three seconds. One minute, three seconds. So 55 seconds of that is Doc Rivers making excuses, which he ends the last eight seconds with, but, uh, you know, I got to own up. I got to be better. No excuses. After I made 55 seconds of excuses, I don't care that you were the eight seed versus the one seed. Great. You're up 3-1. You got to be able to figure out how to get one of those last three. I don't. The Clippers won. Why even? He's Chris Paul didn't play game two, one, one and two. You're up three and one, bro. Like what? What fact did that have to do with anything? <laughs> and you couldn't close out. Doc Rivers is one of the most overrated coaches of all time. If you go look, he has so many collapses when he's at three games in a best of seven series that he has not closed out. Re. Repeatedly, he has done that. And I, if they, if Toronto wins Game Six tonight, which I am cheering for, they may burn Philly to the ground. I don't care that Game Seven's in Philadelphia. The fact that it would get to seven games after they are up three to nothing, three to nothing, is Doc Rivers at his finest. Stop giving this man a job. I love when we get you going. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I heard that clip, though, and the first thing I thought was like, I got to I gotta get this to AJ. My dad asked me I about that the other day. He goes, he goes, what's going on in Philly? And I said, Doc Rivers is doing his thing. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, he loses all the time. He gets to three games, and he's like, That's it. It's best of five, right? We're over. 
Every time! <laughs> uh, Philadelphia, Toronto. In Toronto, uh, this series right now, 3-2 Philadelphia. Again, it's on NBA TV. Starts at the uh, top of our second hour of our show, 5 o'clock. At 5.30, Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, Phoenix will head to New Orleans in a series at a 3-2 right now. Does uh, that one go 7? Uh, you think that one goes 7? No, I think it's over. I got to be honest. it's over at 6? Okay, so here's the thing. It could go 7, but if it does, it's going to it's gonna be because the refs get involved and the Pelicans shoot 40 free throws. Ooh, controversy. I do. Uh, I think it goes 7, but I don't think it matters. I think Phoenix wins. 5.30 on TNT again this series, 3-2 right now after Phoenix got the win over New Orleans the other night. And, of course, at 8 p.m., our favorite, our favorite team to let us down, the Utah Jazz, <laughs> get to host the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> in a series that right now Dallas is up 3-2. Let me ask you something. And, you know, let me ask our Jazz fans. Can I just ask our Jazz fans? Would you rather lose tonight or go ahead and give it a shot in Game 7? I mean, odds Knowing are, that you probably have the odds against you and you're probably going to lose by 30. The The object of sports is to always win, my friend. So, yes, you of course really? have to win. Yes. Does someone want to relay that message to Quinn Snyder I and mean, Donovan Mitchell? I got nothing for you there, bro. How about Mike Conley? Anyone want to tell him? Or, hey, how about the guy who never plays defense and can't make offense? Royce O'Neal. So I'm okay. just saying. Here, here, can I tell you one of my big issues with this Jazz Dallas series? So I I generally like Luka Doncic. One of my only issues with him is dude needs to shut up. He whines so much. Oh yeah, he does. By the way, Trey Young is is quickly becoming there, and it's dude. You're not you're not not winning because you're not <laughs> getting free throws. It's because you refuse to shoot anything less than thirty feet out, and you shoot less than thirty percent from there. Stop doing that. <laughs> Trey Young overrated, but. So Nick Wright of of First Things First on oh, Fox man. Sports oh, picked, good old picked Dallas, I think, to go. I can't. Th- I can't remember if it was Western Conference Finals or Finals, but he's got him upsetting the Suns. Well, and, if you, by the way, if you look at Nick Wright and you look at his eyes, he's been snorting Smarty since he was like three. So <laughs> let's not take him too so serious. I just, I'm ahead. just not looking forward to the fact that. I, I don't know that Phoenix is going to get by Dallas right now because okay. discovering Jalen Brunson and Booker being Gimpy. I don't think Dallas has, or I don't think Phoenix has an answer for you. Jeff got Dodges. Chris Paul. You got Chris Paul, and you got that uh, Cameron Payne dude. I'm telling you, he's been a major pain for the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> I tell you, watch out, Chris Paul. Chris Paul gets about this close to getting suspended every oh, playoffs. I know. I know. I, you, I think Draymond Green tweeted out something about that, dude. For some, for a, a league where we definitely don't forget who dirty players are, Chris Paul has done an amazing job skirting by that because there's enough footage out there to go see. That yeah, he gets close. This close, I think if he was a younger man, he would be suspended a couple of times. All right, one five seven zero AJ text into our show. Here's the problem with the Gobert trade: if you're going to tear it down, why would you want mediocre players? I feel like if you tear it down, you need to stack draft picks, rebuild completely. I kind of want to see, or I kind of want to see, what a new coaching staff could do with this current lineup. Obviously, they need to make some tweaks, but I'm curious to see how this lineup would react. To a new coaching scheme, here and, and I have I have no evidence, I have no proof, and I have no knowledge, but I would imagine that if Quinn goes to San Antonio, Alex Jensen becomes the new head coach of the Utah Jazz. Said that last week. So I mean, they people may get their wish. You got Donovan and Gobert, Gobert, Gobert under contract, so they could run it back. Uh, I would just say one five seven zero. I'm not sure. I'm assuming the mediocre players, quote unquote, is for Wiggins because Moody is still a rookie. And Wiseman, I believe, is in year two, two, and he was hurt this year. So, 
Maybe you want to maybe you want to write off Wiseman, but I, I, I'm not really to concede that they're anything yet. So yeah, I understand the draft picks things, but they're also lottery players. So that's what you aim to get with those draft picks. That's why I don't mind the trade because Wiggins, when he becomes expiring contract, also becomes an attractive trade piece because teams always want expiring contracts. That's why Russell Westbrook is going to get traded yeah. because he's going to be a forty-five million dollar expiring contract. Let's get rid of the dough. Yeah. Uh, nine three one five. Doc Rivers sounds like AJ in the clip when he loses pick six. Okay, <laughs> you know why don't you guys ever talk about the wins? You know those wins. Uh... Have you ever been up like three 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 one in pick six and found a way to lose? Yeah, just care. I was just making sure. Yeah, why why because and 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 Eric, uh, being Eric, was like, oh AJ, look, and like because he sounded so somber when he said it, and, and then he goes. And here's the next one. Oh, look, I won. Oh, and here's the next one. Oh, look, I won. Oh, and here's the next one. Oh, look, we're in a tiebreaker. Oh, I won the tiebreaker. So, AJ, I win. <laughs> By the way, I never paid up either. I never paid up. No, don't be that and guy, AJ. Don't uh, be that guy. 9315 says, rip the bandit off right now. Don't wait. Yeah, I think Jazz fans don't want to go to a game seven with hope that they may come out of the series. Just <laughs> 8798. Jazz in typical Jazz fashion will somehow find a way to win. And always win game six and then get blown out by 40 in game seven. That's what I'm saying is like, look, you win tonight. Guess what? Doncic is going to put up 50. 50. Probably. I, by the way, I just want to shout out because I was not here on Tuesday. 8798's text on Tuesday. The Utah Jazz are the NBA version of Notre Dame. Great regular season team. Terrible postseason. I'm paraphrasing. I love that Notre Dame got a shot at in this show. Okay. You are Calm my down. new favorite fan. Uh, let's see here. 5944. Lose tonight, get on with the offseason. Who's staying, going, what colors we're going to be using, and the rebrand of the Utah Gosh, Jazz. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm still partial to the Utah Freeze. Those new jerseys that they did release, absolutely atrocious. Please, please go back to the drawing board before you make them a legit thing. They're terrible. Yeah, it's time to rebrand and rename the Utah Jazz. Utah Highlighters. 9-9, oh, yeah. well, you know what we could be? Well, we can't be Highlighters because if you look on our roads and it's raining, you can't see crap. So you know what? No, absolutely not. Uh, nine nine three eight. I haven't heard of a trade yet that makes the Jazz better. Don't trade just to trade. That's a great point. Well, I mean, I don't. don't disagree. Yeah, don't just get rid of it just to be like, okay, oh, off our hands. I don't. I don't disagree. I, we were evaluating a proposal that was given to us, and I don't hate it because you get young players that I, are lottery picks that have talent in an expiring contract. Mm. But if you run it back, I mean, in all honesty, I get it. Don't trade just to trade. Get valuable assets. It's easier said than done. Nobody wants to run this back. It's not like magically. Maybe the coach change helps, but nobody's like, this version next year is going to win a championship. <laughs> you got to do something. Uh, 8003, AJ doesn't find a way to lose pick six. Eric finds a way to cheat and win. AJ, you finally got a quality co-host. All right. All right. Like we said, we're the death lineup. You don't get it for very extended periods of no. time, but when you do. Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, Steph oh, Curry over there, no, okay. Draymond Green over here. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I was, I was I'm giving the cheap shots Clay. to the groin. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. You, Draymond yeah. is absolutely oh, I'm, right. I'm, I'm the one guy who's going to okay. hit one three and go ballistic over it. Yes, that is me. <laughs> absolutely me. 7854. You need to listen to Jimmy Fox's impersonation of Doc Rivers. Ooh, Ooh I might have to do that. I'm all about making fun of Doc. Man, what? Has he ever had a voice? I don't know. I, dude, who does he sound like to you, though? I'm, I'm trying to think. 
You ever see? Did you ever watch the thirty for thirty uh, requiem for the Big East where they yeah, talk about the former? That St. John's coach, like he's a million years old when they interview him, but he's he's losing his voice because he's like a hundred years old. That's who Doc Rivers sounds like. He has like no. There's just no. Gu- there's no guts to it. It's just all airy. <laughs> no guts to it. There isn't. Hey, I can't Doc, think of his name. You have a no guts voice. He wore. The, he he was the he was the coach that recruited um, Chris Mullen. No, if you're going to talk about my voice, why don't you talk about my, you know, when I was trash talking Michael Jordan. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of, of people that didn't even knock down a peg, I don't know if you guys got to this yesterday. Did you see what Kevin Durant went on and said in his rage tweet session post being swept by the Boston Celtics? Missed this one, hit me. He called himself a god. He tweeted out pictures of Charles Barkley with the Houston Rockets. Oh, yeah, I did see those. When he got, because they were trashing him saying that Kevin Durant's a bus rider in terms of championship teams. And and the ironic thing to me is, like, Kevin Durant, like, if you're going to make an argument, try and make it foolproof. Charles Barkley was the best player on a Suns team that lost on a buzzer beater in six to Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan, who is arguably the best player of all time. He's my number one. And you, Kevin Durant... Look, I get it. You couldn't win with Westbrook, but you went to Golden State. You were a bus rider. Now you were a very good passenger that contributed, but you went to you picked Kyrie, went to Brooklyn, and you guys first round exit. Second round, I know, the toe thing, right? Everybody makes that argument, but you didn't win. And this year you followed it up by getting swept in your worst postseason series of all time. I'm kinda of surprised you didn't blame Ben Simmons. Should have. Luke Karnaseka, thank you, zero nine four five. That's who that's who the St. John's coach is. Oh, that's him. He wore the sweater and they won like yeah. 28 games. And then, uh, what's his face from St. Uh, not St. John's, from uh, Georgetown wore it. And then they cracked their streak. <laughs> All right, we got more of the full court press coming up. Up next, Dan Clayton of Salt City Hoops of ESPN.com will join us to talk Utah Jazz basketball. Game six coming up tonight, 8 o'clock on TNT. Where does Dan's confidence stand? We'll find out. Ajay said a seven. <laughs> we'll see if that's true. I mean, he's been, and the times we've interviewed him, he's been very, very optimistic. That's going to change. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. Billing, cool. You suck, fine. But the, the curse words, like, what are we doing? On the other hand, Boston, and I think some in Boston, like Billy, like New York, think there's a reputation to uphold to be the biggest D-bag you can possibly be. And there is something of a Roman Coliseum sort of feel to it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Spring is here and it's time to get out and drive and you can do it for less during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Right now, lease the all-new 2022 Tucson SE for $379 a month or the 2022 Santa Fe SE for only $386 per month. And every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, and owner's assurance. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. And Murdoch Hyundai and Logan Linda Murray are online at MurdochHyundai.com. Call 866-628-3065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 4 You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Wondering how and where to sign up for Medicare? We can help. We will get you all the information you need. Call 752-9493. Here at LSS, we focus solely on health insurance. 
as your local health insurance agency, we're here for you now and in the years to come. There's no cost to work with us. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. Let us make things clear. Call 752-9493. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Yeah, I love when that happens. Maybe uh, you scared Dan Clayton away. Maybe his confidence level plummeted I know. to his ear. He's I, like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, Dan Clayton, hopefully, will be joining us here uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, we'll have him on of Salt City Hoops on ESPN.com. Talking Utah Jazz basketball. Uh, they got game uh, game six tonight in Salt Lake City. Uh, be, I, I, See, you keep saying they have game six, but what I'm hearing based on the commentary from you in the text line, 435-339-0321, is actually have loss number four tonight is yes, what I'm hearing. Yes, yes. Well, and that's what we want, by the way. We want loss number four. We want it out. We so, want out. One of the questions I want to ask Dan, uh, Dan and when he gets on, I'm going to ask him anyway, but to you, AJ, does it look like, like so you, you get the, you scrap and fight, you get the game four win, so five goes back to Dallas, and then you come out and you get just blown out. I don't get, It doesn't get, even dude, look like you're trying. That is, that was one of the most frustrating losses I've ever seen in jazz basketball, ever. So to me, it paints a picture. You know how they talk about it, like sometimes a coach, like players just go numb to a coach's yeah. message? Yeah. Is that that would be my strongest argument for running it back, just to see what a fresh voice could do? Mm-hmm. But I mean, guys, I, I don't I don't know what to like. Do you really want to try again with a team that in Game Five, in a series that's still very much up in the air, came out in Game Five, which is one of the most crucial games in the series statistically, and just was not in it from the word go? Yeah. Well, and 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 to go out there and you have no excuses this year. No. None. Last year it was health. I get it. This year, your Donovan's healthy. Mike's healthy. Well, Donovan was healthy. Rudy's healthy, supposedly. But Bogey has been healthy, and you still can't beat a team that didn't have Luca for the first two games. Yeah, I know. I agree. You with go you. one and one. That like that one and one split. I was like, okay, hey, we split home court. You know, we can go to that. And then we get blasted in game. Was it game three? We lost. We're down two to one. And I was like, what is going on here? I'm with that you. is so frustrating. You, 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 Cody and I, producer Cody, excuse me, talked about it in the podcast that we thought that the series should go maybe five max because we figured 
it, it, and it should be noted that everybody was like, I'm not optimistic about this, but it should be noted that without Doncic, there was no reason for the Jazz not to take the first two games in Dallas. Uh, maybe split, but you should have won the, the, the second one at home and at least should have been up 2-1. And just forced Dallas to be like, look, there's no reason to bring Doncic back. We're down 2-1. We're down 3-0. But instead, the Jazz make, and he's been good, but they make Jalen Brunson look like a superstar. I mean, good gosh. Jalen Brunson ought to donate money to the Utah Jazz after the season. They probably made him about another $10 million. Gosh. It's just so frustrating to watch a team, and maybe just maybe all these collapses, the team's just broken mentally a little bit when it comes to the postseason. Maybe that's ultimately what it is. Maybe just after failing to deliver multiple times, they just mentally have a block there. Yeah, the the block I think comes from me is is, is self absorbed. There is nothing. There's no block that comes from anybody that's like, oh man, it's Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. What are you gonna do? There's no mental block from the fat past failures of playoffs in the last four years. It's the block from themselves mentally. We had text. I want to get to. I have a. What do you think? Do you think the worst thing? Brunson is this year's Terrence man. That was uh, five six five four. Like I said, he should donate money to the Jazz after the season. They made him another ten fifteen mil. Do you think? Do you think? Um, I space. Let me get to this text. See if it comes back. Nine three one five. I think the unhealthy Joe is what started us on a downward spiral. Agree or disagree, Audrey? I disagree. Disagree. I remember my question. Do you think the worst thing that can happen to the Jazz is the fact that Doncic went out? Because everyone's like, oh, Jazz favored, right? There's no way Dallas should win this. No. I I I I and I I say no, because I still think that they had. I mean, they knew they were still going to have to come out and play full basketball. They knew that you know this team's still capable. They have good players, and they knew that. I just, I mean, to get. I honestly think that there's something internal within this team. I'd buy that. That guys don't like each other. That some guys don't like the way Quinn's coaching. Rudy Gay's not playing. He's obviously upset. Is he a little locker room issue right now? Is Quinn Snyder just done with it? Is Quinn Snyder just like, I'm out. Hands washed. I'm done. This is you guys. This is your fault. If you can't find a way to win games, your issue. I'm out. I'm going to San Antonio. The funny thing is, was it, I think it was Chris Broussard on First Things First said, he said, if you were to take a look since the creation of the NBA for all these years, you would say the Jazz are a top 10 franchise historically. Like, you got the top ones, right? The the Lakers and the Celtics are up there. Philly's had a lot of good history. Uh, you know, Chicago had its run with Jordan. That probably cracks in the top ten. But Utah, in terms of it's just consistency, is up there. But, man, you got to deal with the inconsistencies of that to yeah. be a Jazz fan. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, it's frustrating for me. Well, there's a bunch of things that are frustrating for me in, in this regard. But, again, go ahead. I was going to say, you know what we should do? We, we should do what we did on the podcast with the Lakers. We should ask the text line, the blame game. Assign the blame. Oh, is it Donovan? Let's do it. Is it Quinn? Is it the roster construction? Let's do is it. Is it Rudy? Good good call. 435-339-0321. AJ, hit it again. Who's the the blame game? Assign percentages of blame. Yes. In our podcast, we did this with the Lakers. Was Is it Russell? Is it LeBron? So is it Donovan? Is it Conley? Is it Quinn Snyder? Is it roster construction? Is it Gobert? What is it? Assign the blame for who's at fault for the Jazz basically limping out of the playoffs yet again, as it seems. I'm not going to give my answer. I want to wait to hear everybody else. I would like to see I don't some wanna, of them too. I want to hear what everybody else's answers are. 
four three five three three nine zero three two one. Assign the blame. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can we play that game with the Nets? Ooh. Okay. Okay. So two thousand percent Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh. 1,000% Kyrie Irving's stupid beliefs that he refuses to defend when asked about him. 10 million percent Kevin Durant's fragile ego, even though he says, I don't care what people say about me, and then has shadow uh, has burner accounts and tweets everything. And, uh, you know, 14% uh, Steve Nash's inability to coach. Oh, that's good. Okay, so my highest blame goes to Kyrie Irving. How is it not? Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to say 80% Kyrie Irving because, dude, the guy was a mental train wreck. He was always it, like, you just never knew what Kyrie Irving you were gonna get on that, the court or off the court. That dude after Game Three, well, we, you know it's tough. We we've only had like fourteen games to work on team chemistry, whereas Boston's been playing together all year. Kyrie, you could have changed that, you moron. Uh, let's see here. I'll give. Okay, so I, I said eighty percent on Kyrie. I but yes, I'm yes. gonna give ten on Kevin Durant, and here's why. Oh, you Kevin balled out, dude. Kevin played. Really, really well, despite getting absolutely no flipping help. No, he didn't. He was terrible. I thought he was better than anybody else was gonna do. He had through three games. He had. I know. He had almost. He had almost as many turnovers as field goals. He was terrible. Kyrie Irving was worse. Kevin Durant. Okay. Kevin Durant destroyed his legacy in this series. I'm gonna buy an additional one thousand percent revenue and just put it on Steve Nash. <laughs> So they need to go get a new head coach and a guy who actually is a head coach. You know, it's funny we talk about this while we again four three five three three nine zero three two one is the text line. Assign the blame to appropriate parties for whose whose fault is it? The Jazz are kind of limping out of the playoffs. Mitchell, Gobert, Snyder, the front office, whatever, whatever you it got, is. whatever it is. You know, it's funny we're talking about this because I wrote an article and it's up on the Facebook page one zero six nine the fan. You know what's killing the NBA right now? The same thing that makes it the number two American sports league: the stars. We have watched so many stars this past year alone basically just say, I, I don't care what's best for the team. I'm not doing it. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, they said, no, we don't want to have we don't want to have coaching. We want to go one-on-one. So then you got into the postseason against a talented Celtics team and said, oh, okay, that's easy. Just double-team them every time because they're just going to go one-on-one. There's no set plays. And then when asked about it, they're like, oh, well, we don't, we don't make the decisions and 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 Kyrie, uh, Kyrie celebrating Ramadan, so he's fasting. You know who else celebrates Ramadan? Jalen Brown. You know who else didn't suck in that series? Jalen Brown. <laughs> you know, it's just clever that Kyrie has all these excuses, and then you put a little bit of research, and all of a sudden it magically disappears. 9315 says, I blame the former jazz man, Dennis Lindsay. He's the one that made the roster. Adzabuki wasn't a good draft pick. No, I get it. no. But I thought Mike Conley was going to work. I thought Bogey here was going to work, and he has for the most part when he's healthy. You, everyone knows you love you some Jordan Clarkson. Oh man, and, I love JC. And addition by subtraction, letting uh, George Niang walk right, and that was a good call. <laughs> I think the problem is with Conley; it didn't it didn't really super work out the first stretch, and then you're kind of stuck because you can't let him necessarily walk because then you have a hold of position, and it's not like you have the cap space. So what are you going to do? And then Conley just seems like his age before our eyes, and he was he was. He was fairly seasoned, as it was when he first came over to Salt Lake City. Yeah. Well, and the other part to it, too, is like JC brings you uh, like a spark off the bench. Rudy Gay, I have no idea what he's bringing off the bench, but it's nothing. That's right. fair. Uh, Hassan Whiteside is there at times, but then there's like, I mean, you, I get, two, you get like a two-face of, of Hassan Whiteside, a good and a bad, and the bad is more... That- 
kind of been his mo, right? Yeah. Like he had, he came onto the burst onto the scene in Miami. They gave him some money, and then he he's been traded and just hasn't been able to kind of recapture form. I think it makes sense as a backup center, right? You're not going to count on him. So when Gobert goes out, you know you're going to have shot blocking and rebounding. But, eh, you know, you just uh, it, it didn't work. He tried to run it back because of the injuries excuse, and it got old, and maybe the message fell flat. 8798 text into the show. It's a combination of Quinn, Rudy, and Prima Donna Donovan. <laughs> Quinn Prima Donovan, if you will. <laughs> Quinn hasn't been able to make the adjustments in the playoffs the past three seasons. Donovan thinks he's better than what he actually is, and is only concerned about himself. And Rudy is not as good defensively as we think he is, and he is terrible on the offensive end. He's a dying breed, man. Okay, so and we talked about it yesterday. I'm gonna do it again for our wonderful listeners, and I just because I I, I want to know and I want to get your thoughts too, AJ. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to text in. If you gotta let two or three go, who you who you letting go? Out of Donovan, Rudy, and Quinn, two out of three gotta go. You're saying goodbye to who? Go Bear and Quinn. That's what Eric said too. I, I think Donovan and Quinn. I think you gotta ride Donovan until he forces you, or you get near the end of this contract, and then you make the decision. Because you, you guys talked about the Knicks. I think there'll always be a team that'll take on a talent like that. But until you're forced to give him up, I wouldn't. The biggest thing for me is you and, – and I like what you said. The biggest thing for me is you make sure you get value out of this guy. You cannot let him Gordon Hayward you. No. Do not let him cannot. go yeah. with nothing in return. Kevin Durant to Oklahoma City. They yeah. were like, oh, you're going to be back. And he was like, that deuces, Golden State. They got nothing for him. Oh, it's true, yeah. That one – and that one hurt a lot more than Gordon Hayward did. Yes, like, it let's, did. Let's be very clear there. That was a lot more – yeah, that was you a know, lot more the hurtful. funny thing is, correct me if I'm wrong, or okay. tell me what the name, who was the guy that you missed the message from yesterday that started us off with a trade this morning? Uh, Davis Dixon. Davis Nixon. Yep. So the funny thing about the Gobert, the problem is, the reason I say get rid of Gobert is because he's so in, in, impactful defensively during the regular season, and I think he can be at times in the playoffs, but the NBA's just moved away from a big man that only plays defense. Mm, yeah. he just He's a dying breed. So the funny thing about the Golden State trade is that's probably about the only place where you'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. Because it, we don't need him to play offense because we're going to surround him with the greatest shooters of all time. So just rebound and on defense make up for the fact that Klay Thompson's not the same and Steph Curry's never been great defensively. And, you know, in crunch time you're going to sit on the bench because we're going to go with the death lineup. But, you know, in spots you're going to be really impactful. That's probably about the only place he makes sense. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, okay, let me ask you, AJ. What value can you get for Rudy? It's tough, man, because I think that, again, you know, the funny thing is, in that text said it was uh, 8798, said he's not as good defensively as we think. And you talked about this, too, when I was on last week, that his impact is starting to trend down, and that's a problem because that was his big thing. Um, so I don't know what's there because he's just – he's he's limited in what he can do when it matters most, which is the postseason. So that's why I think the trade with Golden State, and I know nobody wants Wiggins, but you got to make the money swap work. And if you can get a young piece or a draft pick out of it, I think it's about the best case scenario because nobody's going to take him on as a full time center because it just doesn't work. Yeah. Because, like, look at Clint Capella, yeah. right? So Clint I'm Capella, is, he, but he's a rim runner. And so it helps because he can move fast pace as opposed to Gobert. I think, not does he say he's a plotter. But that's kind of his Watch thing. Watch him run, though. Yeah, so see, he's kind of a plotter. <laughs> he's not a rim runner. So even if you can rim run, then you can kind of be what Gobert is. That's kind of the evolution of his position. But otherwise, the NBA's moved away from those bigs that can't 
provide some kind of offense. Are you worried, though, that if you keep Donovan, he's just going to keep throwing stuff out like you're going to throw him like this piece of candy, this candy, this candy. He's going to be like, no, 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 but I don't want that one either. Is he going to get too picky? I mean, you can. And to be honest, it may just be a decision where you just strip it all down anyway and just say, if we're going to be bad, let's just be bad. Let's just get into the lottery as many times as we can and hope we hit on another Donovan and Gordon, hopefully successively, and we can build something that way. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we did not get Dan Clayton today. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, just, we'll he can't do it. He can't talk can't about the Jazz anymore. Too hard. He can't handle it. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll move on to the NFL draft, which, by the way, despite all the hoopla of the NBA playoffs, takes place tonight. Do any Aggies get drafted, and uh, who are some of the under- uh, I guess, sleeper draft picks that could be happening in the NFL draft today. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. It's the Full Court Press. What do you think the genuine level interest from Quinn Snyder was of the Lakers? Well, look, his memory of being in L.A. was with Kobe Bryant. If I'm Quinn Snyder, I'm looking at what's going on there from leadership to ownership to personnel. And I, I get it. Some people want to walk into those situations feeling like it's broken. I can come in and fix it. I mean, there's a few guys that go through there that have been able to bounce back after yeah. having a bad experience. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. This song never gets old. It's the Full Court Press, Agent Adam, Aj South. Stop giving me hope, Aj. I'm done with the jazz. Okay, just calm down. Uh, I tell you what, we're not done with though, and we always never give up hope on Dan Clayton. His optimism <laughs> powers. Me. Yeah, never. Uh, of SaltCityHoops.com, it is Dan Clayton joining us here on the Full Court Press. Dan, hi. How are you? Hey, fellas. I I feel a little bit the same way. I I I don't know that oh. I'm. You know, we'll <laughs> see. There's there's basketball being played in Dallas in three hours and. We'll see if the Jazz want to make it competitive. That or, sorry, like it's not seven. being played in Dallas. It's being played right here in Salt Lake Valley. Yeah. See, see, you're already so lost and given up. You're like, next season already. <laughs> like who? The Utah what now? <laughs> the Utah Stars? I like the freeze. So, Dan, last year, Ajay and I had you on our podcast, and you were the one that told us and convinced me that they needed to run it back because you talked about how when you build a championship team, you kind of add big pieces, and then you kind of supplement around it. And you were the one that kind of broke down this narrative that the national media was trying to concoct, which is that um, Rudy Gobert was a problem when you talk about the perimeter defense is the issue. Are we seeing the same things again this year? Yeah, I mean, largely, except that, except that here's the thing. Like, we could talk about what's happening to the present-day Utah Jazz as a function of, you know, basketball problems. Um, but, but really, a lot of it just comes down to mindset, right? I think that the psychology of this team is in a really weird place. Um, I have some theories as to why. I don't have any, like, solid reporting on this, but I, I just think that this is a team that has not dealt well with adversity for, for you know, the latter half of the season and into the postseason. Um, I think, look, it roughly coincides with when they started to have all the injury problems and then ultimately lost 
one of their, you know, primary <clears throat> veteran voices in Joe Ingles, first to injury and then to trade. So, I, you know, for me, it's less a question of is there talent enough to get out of the first round? Is there talent enough to continue to contend for a championship? And it's more about, you know, collectively, is their head in the right place to, to be able to handle adversity and do tough things, which is, you know, always required to advance in the Western Conference playoffs. And, and that's where I'm less confident than I was a month ago or two months ago or three months ago. Dan, what has been most disappointing to you about this Utah Jazz team in this first round? Well, I think, again, you know, the defense, like, like that's what we were talking about last summer on the podcast with you guys, right, is, is the defense and, and um, you know, what broke down in the Clippers series in the 2021 playoffs. And, you know, the Jazz said that they were going to spend this regular season, um, you know, experimenting and kind of growing their, com- expanding their comfort zone when it came to different defensive styles. And I'm not sure that really worked out for a couple of different reasons. One is that, you know, they didn't get a lot from Rudy Gay in the regular season, and that made it hard to experiment with some small ball iterations. And, and mostly when they did play small, they were they were bad. They struggled. Um, but, you know, by and large, it's just the fact that you, you come around and, and, you know, guys are healthier this time around. You don't have Donovan Mitchell playing on one leg. You have a healthy Mike Conley. And yet we still have to watch opposing guards just dribble right around Utah's perimeter defenders without a screen. I, I think at some point you just – as a basketball player, you, you just have to decide that you're going to be better at some of those things, right? Like, staying in front of your man isn't necessarily, like, a, a talent so much as it's a decision. And obviously, yes. like, there are guys that physiologically have, you know, whatever, better, better lateral movement, better length, all those things. But, you know, at the end of the day, defense is, is largely an effort thing. And I think we've seen guys like, Donovan Mitchell and Royce O'Neal and even Conley. Like I, I don't criticize Mike Conley much, but even he, we've we've seen stretches in these playoffs where he really got after it for you know five minutes at a time, ten minutes at a time, and then we've seen what it looks like when all of those guys just kind of don't. And I think the fact that we know that that's there and available to them, and then that they just sort of you know, abdicate those specific defensive responsibilities as often as they have in this class is the thing that kind of has me scratching my head. I, I, I thought this team would be more focused on shutting up some of those narratives. Dan Clayton, SaltCityHoops.com. Dan, is it something where you think running it back maybe with a different voice, unfortunately, at the, you know, Quinn Snyder's job is enough, or do we need to see significant changes because you talked about the psychology of this team that has just come up short so many times? Because we talked about that earlier. We thought there was some kind of maybe mental block. Do we need to see massive shakeup to address that? Um, like, look, I think there uh, – th- this was true going into last offseason, and it's still true today because, again, Rudy Gay didn't really pan out the way that the Jazz hoped. Um, and, and, you know, they tried some other things to add some length and defense, and um, and unfortunately none of those have, have really transformed things. So, th- so that remains a need, right? Like, like, even if they decided let's run it back again, which I don't think they will, there are still some, like – supplemental things that you have to add around the margins like like somebody who's who's bigger and longer and there there are stretches of these games where the jazz just look small they just look tiny compared to the opposition because you know a lot of the guys that they give huge minutes to Donovan and and Mike and Royce O'Neal and Jordan Clarkson like all those guys are 6-4 or under <clears throat> right 
Daniel House is long, but he's like six five, six six. So, you know, at some point, I do think that you have to address that. I think the larger question is, does this group even want to continue together? Right? There have been times when they have looked really disconnected, and they just look like they don't enjoy playing with each other anymore. Um, and you know, look, I said that after Game Three, and then they came out in Game Four and looked totally inspired, and the intensity was different, and the connectivity was better. So it really just comes down to like on a given day, you know, am I sick of my coworkers or am I not? And I think that uh, I, I think that that's really going to be the question that defines the next generation of the Jazz's roster. Because let's be honest, I I do think that it's been made pretty clear through words and actions that new Jazz owner Ryan Smith probably wants to do what it takes to keep Donovan Mitchell and 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 make Donovan Mitchell happy. So ultimately, like. If there's a guy that Don might be kind of done playing with, I think that is going to factor into some of the off-season decisions that they make. It may even factor in, as you're asking me the question here, it may even factor into coaching decisions, although I, I do kind of think that where Quinn Snyder is concerned, the question in my mind is more about, you know, does is he frustrated with a team that has the talent level to contend but continues to fall flat because just that intensity isn't always there. That that might be something where he's ready to look at different situations. I, I mean, we talk a lot about what players want to achieve in their careers, but Quinn Snyder is a guy who he he's he's got multiple degrees. He could be doing anything he wanted right now for a living, and he wants to coach NBA teams because he has specific goals he wants to meet as a human being. And so, you know, he might look at it from a standpoint of, I can reach my goals better in a different situation where, you know, I don't have to play psychologist. I can, I can just focus on basketball and on maximizing the talents on my roster, which is something I'm not sure the current group has really allowed him to do because of all of this drama we've been talking about for the last few months. Daniel, one of the best. Thanks for your time. Greatly appreciate you. We'll uh, enjoy game six tonight. Yeah. Glad to, glad to be on and uh, let's watch some fun playoff basketball in Salt Lake City. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> thanks, Dan. Dan. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. <laughs> Bye, guys. That's Dan Clayton of Salt City Hoops. Coming up is Dan Patrick's Above the Moise, which is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Five stores, Preston and Providence. Napa knows how. If you need new wiper blades, new battery, not only they help you get there, but they'll help you install it. You can also talk uh, to a uh, directed to an ASC certified technician to take care of you as well. Napa uh, know how. Napa Auto Parts sponsors Dan Patrick's Above the Noise. Coming up. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. 
When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day, get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center have now moved from the Cache Valley Hospital to their new office location, 2245 North 400 East in North Logan, just south of the Cache Valley Hospital. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, welcome you to a brand new facility with more room and state-of-the-art equipment to help you and your family. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. On the top prospects by draft night. That's not the case this year. There have been reports that teams have different evaluations of many of the draft's top players. That's made it difficult to establish a clear-cut top prospect at some of the league's more coveted positions. QB, wide receiver, corner, edge rusher, and offensive tackle are still without a clear top prospect. That makes putting together a mock draft pretty tough. But as fans, the uncertainty could make tonight even more exciting. To make things even more unpredictable, many teams inside the top 10 don't have a real track record in the draft. That will make accurately predicting the top 10 difficult, let alone the first round. So if you have a mock draft for tonight, don't beat yourself up over missing a couple of picks because this year's draft could be one of the more unpredictable in recent memory. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise.